Live from the Keltec Studios, it's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline 407 774 8255. 407 774 8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast from the Keltec Studios. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Thank you. Where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Gentlemen, how are you doing today? Doing good, doing good. Everybody have a have safe trip, safe journeys. Everybody's back here in one piece. I know it's been a week since I've seen you guys. I don't get to see you during the week sometimes, but make sure everybody's doing good. Well, we try to avoid that. <laughs> try to avoid seeing him. Or safe, being safe. That Which too. one? Which is it? Yes. Is it? Yes. All right. All right. Well, as long as we're clear on that. Pick all right. one. Pick one. Pick one. On my right, joining us back this week, uh, on my right, my right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. There it is, right there. Oh, yeah. You should oh, have yes. seen Earl's beard last week jamming out to that song. <laughs> Earl's beard, love that song. All right, Earl, I waited until you got back to, to bring this point to your attention. Uh-huh. Did you know that Han Solo is the great, 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 <laughs> great, great grandson of Napoleon Solo? I believe... Um, well, ain't we, that a coinky-dink? We talked about that last week, and Kevin has no way to prove that because yeah, the... No. There's no DNA. Well, the, there's no way to there's no way to timestamp timestamp the Star Wars universe. Yeah, that's true. There's no DNA. There's no, there's no DNA. DNA. So, if he had, if it had been a Star Trek reference, people would have been like, "I get it, yeah. I get it." Uh-huh. But Kevin went, he, he read it in a magazine somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> this looks good. It was a clip. It was a clip. Yep. That's it. It's a never-ending clip. On my left, in the 10 o'clock position, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja himself. Please welcome him back with his bad jokes and all, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's truly a bad joke. <laughs> oh. Nice to be back, Michael. Thank it's you. great to be here. It's great to be here. Great to have you here. Uh, on your left, across from me, about the 1 o'clock position, is the samurai sidekick, Mr. Alec L. Weber, Esquire, sir. Sir. Got it. Whoa. Wow. Mark that one. That. He got it right. <laughs> yeah, you know, five-hour energy shots will get you going. Yeah, yep, yep. Just straighten you right up. Exactly. Of course, of course. Why not? You know, we used to call those power-ups back in the day. Mm-hmm. We called them coffee. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, how are you doing today? Anything uh, Anything interesting? Anything uh, wild, wacky in the world of law? You can perhaps change some names, protect some people. Uh, any, any, good, any good funny Boston common legal kind of stories? Nothing? No? Kicked mm-hmm. the, well, that's, listen. Oh, well, that's right. You, every, he did. He did. Ooh, everybody he, everybody he, loves to, to, he, to kick the bank's butt. I, I forgot about the bank butt oh, kicking. Yes, he did. <laughs> but kickery. I, I, if you will recall, we had some travel issues. Difficulties, yes. yes. Oh, I do okay. recall. And, okay. and during my... Incarceration <laughs> in, in Charlotte, yes. In Charlotte, North For those Carolina. of you that don't recall, Kevin and I were stranded last week by U.S. Air and American Airlines in their uh, unconstitutional anti-Second Amendment stance in Charlotte, North Carolina. More to follow on that. Anyway, go ahead, Kevin. Alec had to go to the hearing. Alec went to the hearing in your in your and, place and, and he, in your stead in, in my stead, and and he mentioned to the court that I was 
unavoidably detained in Charlotte and the immediate response of both opposing counsel, who is a very good friend of mine, and the judge, who I won't say the names of, um, <laughs> he didn't get stopped by TSA, did he? <laughs> he, 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 didn't, he didn't forget to take a gun out of his bag. I mean, now, now uh, sir, I, I think Mr. Maxwell works as like a part-time U.S. Marshal or Air Marshal or something, and they want him on the airplanes. They want him on the airplanes. Figure if there's going to be a problem, we might as well have him on our side. That's right. <laughs> exactly. So let's take let's... my artificial limb off and beat you with it. That's right. <laughs> long, long very nice. So Which we nice will to get... promptly refund to the client. Right. It's very nice to be uh, paid by the bank. It's, a... it, it, it's actually. Yeah. It's, this is not the first time that we've had that happen. That's we're actually. It's becoming quite a little boutique business for us. <laughs> Bank tomfoolery? could say that. You could say that. All right. Okay. Well, good. Good. Good Good to hear that it worked out well again for another one of Max Law Orlando's clients. Mm. That's great. And for and for the uh, the firm itself? The firm. Firm. That was, a, that was not the most realistic show is the practice the first two years. The first two years of the practice was what it's like to be in a law firm. Okay. Yeah, so what about the L.A. law? Because that's my last reference. No. 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 Okay. All right. Gotcha. Well, All right. Be, I think it was before you were born. <laughs> <laughs> probably why. Probably, probably why. Little, uh, little iron <laughs> sides. A, little, a, uh, yeah, iron sides. No, no not so much. That's go. what we still call it. We still call it a Perry Mason moment. Perry Mason moment? Yeah, when they just confess on the sand because they can't take it. <laughs> that never happens. <laughs> and, there. and when it does, that's what we call it, a Perry Mason moment. <laughs> Uh, got a great show planned. Uh, we've got some, uh, I got some good guests coming up this hour. We've got, uh, or it's going to be the show. We have, uh, I believe, our first guest going to be joining us from Florida, Cary. There's some updates going on uh, mm-hmm. happened this week here in uh, in Florida with some with some great news, some great uh, some great gun uh, legislation on the move. Nice. So we're going to get the updates from them. Uh, we're also going to be talking to some of our compadres over there at Keltec. Uh, you know, find out what what the happenings are, what's going on over there. I think they got some shooting competitions and stuff coming up, and cool. uh, we're gonna get some get some dates out of them. See where we can't go and rah rah cheer them on. Perhaps uh, a little bit, <laughs> little bit later on in the uh, Earl's not gonna wear that outfit again, is he? I'm gonna heckle him. He he may wear the outfit. He may wear the outfit. Well, it's winter's coming, if, so he if might I wear do, a sweater. I'm not with wearing it, it long. It yeah. chafes. Yeah, yeah. He might wear a sweater with it. I'm telling uh, you, you're never gonna get away with wearing a. a Cowboys cheerleaders outfit here. It's a, it's Florida. I do what I want. Yeah, this is, this, they're all Jaguars fans here. So <laughs> yeah, uh, right. Then further uh, further on in the show, we're gonna have Mr. Uh, Todd Rathner with the NFA, the National Firearms Act Freedom Alliance. He's gonna be joining us for a segment Ooh. or two to be going over some issues that uh, that they're working on to try and help reform the NFA uh, laws and statutes and codes and standards. and Class 3 is cool. Yeah. yeah, Oh, yeah, Class 3 is cool. Class 3 is cool. We'll get into all of what Class 3 is, and we'll have a little fun with it. Uh, so we, uh, we we do have a good show plan. We're going to be talking to you we get back from first break here about uh, how you can help yourself talk to people about the Second Amendment. Uh, and I'm sorry, we're talking about about that a little bit later in the hour. I think when we first get back from this first break, uh, Sean Carana from uh, Florida Carey is going to be with us. But uh, uh, we're going to go over a little bit with you and try and help you again to talk to the mm, what's a polite way to say it the uh, the 
the misinformed. The misinformed. The misinformed. Yes, yes. Those with their with their heads in the sand. Those with or, or uh, the, the victims of of disinformation. Correct. Yeah, it may may not be nobody's fault. Uh, they 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 might just have received bad info, and we're going to help you educate them. Uh, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna all sit around and, and give you some good ideas and and lead you lead you to the Second Amendment Promised Land. Uh, it's going to be great. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. When we get back, Mr. Sean Carano of Florida Carry will be joining us. How was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Uh, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9 mil, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Off. This is the original. The Keltec P3AT. With six game changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years.
You're listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Kiltech Studios. Call the Armstrong Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Armstrong Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Kiltech Studios. And this segment of Armstrong Radio is brought to you by SendMeAmmo.com. Welcome back to Armstrong Radio. Thank you all for remaining with me. Thank you all for staying. We wanted to get right back with you. I've got on the line with me, and we're just going to jump right into this. Uh, Sean Carana from Florida Carry. Sean's the executive director. How are you doing today, Sean? I'm doing wonderful. Uh, quick, quick story. We've been talking to Sean for I don't know the better part of a year now. We've had Sean on. Uh, is his general counsel Eric Friday's been on with us a couple of times. Uh, talking about some Florida issues and the great work that they're doing in Florida uh, with their organization. You can check them out at floridacarry.org. Florida, that's floridacarry.org. Uh, but Kevin and I recently, this past week, before we got stranded in Charlotte, went out to the Gun Rights Prevention or Policy Conference out in Arizona, and that's the first time, all of us being from Florida, we got to meet up with each other. So we had to go 2,000 miles away <laughs> to actually meet face to face, other side of the country. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of, it was great. I, you know, you guys it was it was a great time. You guys uh, you, you hosted us up in the in the suite afterwards, and we got to do some real good political talking and uh, and find out some of the plans. So we really appreciate that, and uh, uh, you made us feel really welcome, and uh, and 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 and, th- and many thanks for that. Oh, you know, great to have you guys out there. Uh, you know. Uh, always at those uh, gun rights policy conferences that are uh, hosted by Second Amendment Foundations and the uh, uh, CCRKBA. Uh, uh, we get to meet people from all over the country and really do a lot of networking and, and uh, really set a lot of what is going to be the gun rights policy coming out from all the organizations uh, throughout the coming year. So it, it's, uh, it's great being able to be there at the conference and, and, and see the panelists and actually talk on some of the panels, but also to just have that downtime and really get face time with everyone from all the organizations and all all the great uh, uh, supporters that we have, like Armstrong Radio. Yeah, it was it was wonderful to see all the different grassroots organizations. From from uh, I, I didn't get a count on there. I mean, it was it was close to every state in the union, and we had some uh, some commonwealths and, and territories represented represented as well. They are litigating our gun rights all over this planet. Yeah. And so it was real neat to see what everybody's going through, and then watch the the teamwork and like uh, like Sean said, the the planning for the future. Um, so that was that was wonderful. Next year, I believe uh, the gun rights policy uh, convention is here in Florida. It is. It's in Tampa. It's going to be the last full weekend in September, uh, and really look forward to having uh, uh, more Floridians out there and uh, uh, be able to represent the Sunshine State to the. Uh, to the gun-owning community at large. Yeah, I saw, uh, you know, Arizona and Arizona Citizens Defense League, and uh, the the amount of people they brought in was amazing. But I think uh, I think uh, I think we might be able to outdo that. I think here in Florida, with some of the pending legislation and uh, perhaps a couple of guys sitting around on the radio for the next year, always talking about uh, what's going to be going on in Tampa that last week of September, I think we might be able to stir those numbers up a little bit higher here for Florida. Who's going to do and that? No, no matter what we do, it doesn't matter if no one's there to help us get the word out. And you guys are definitely doing that for us in spades. Exactly right. That's what we want to. We love doing it. We enjoy doing it. It's uh, it's our passion as well as yours. And uh, and we and we look forward to working together on it, and with the Second Amendment Foundation, Alan Gottlieb and his organization. Um, 
Hey, Sean, tell us about what's gone on this past week. I know Tuesday you guys had a little uh, hearing in front of the House Committee up there in Tallahassee. We did, and it went pretty well. Uh, the bill that's going to legalize open carry went through committee, basically went on partisan lines with one defection from the Republican Party. Uh, Representative Chris Latvella uh, broke rakes with the Republicans and uh, went anti-gun on us. He didn't really put any debate into it. He didn't say why, uh, but decided to fight against the right to bear arms. So that was disappointing, but overall, great day, went through committee. Uh, and this year, this bill is sponsored by Representative Matt Gates, really a true Second Amendment believer. And we had Sheriff Wayne Ivey come out and testify in support of the right to bear arms and and the legalization of open carry. I saw the video of uh, Sheriff Ivey there uh, testifying, uh, and uh, it was great. He came out, and you know he was clear that he was there as the the sheriff of Brevard, and he was representing the people of Brevard County, and that. Uh, you know his stance and his beliefs, and based on you know f- figures and numbers and, and and all sorts of empirical evidence that uh, an armed citizen is a safe citizen. Uh, you know this is the way to prevent yourself from being the victim of a violent crime, and that's what he was there to, to tell the committee. Right. One of the interesting things that was found when we started looking at the states that ban open carry, as opposed to the states that allow for open carry we found that the crime rate is much lower in the states that allow open carry. Uh, the violent crime rate is, tw- is uh, uh, 26% lower in those states than they are in, in states like Florida and New York and Illinois and California that, that ban open carry. And the robbery rate is 36% lower in open carry states yeah this is not just coincidence you know this is this this is uh like you said uh, the the studies come back and uh, um i think you and i were looking at them last week we're listening to john lott talk uh from from crime research and and these are these there's this is proof i mean you know more legally owned guns means less gun crime well and one of the things it doesn't mean that necessarily everyone is what you would generally think of as open carrying when you're in an open carry state. In many cases, it just means that people are more apt to carry because they don't feel fear that they're going to get in trouble for printing or accidental exposure. We've had a couple of high-profile cases here in the past couple of years where people have been prosecuted and convicted of violating the open carry ban. Uh, one of them was sentenced to 60 days in jail. This was a person with a concealed carry license who was carrying his gun. He was in a store buying some groceries, and when he was reaching for the peas, his shirt got stuck behind his gun. He didn't realize it. Walked out, walked outside, was talking to a friend in the parking lot, and a police officer came up behind him, grabbed his gun. We've had a couple instances of this happening. Which is a very and, bad tactic, by the way, but but all right, go ahead. And and, <laughs> and he was convicted and and he had some choice words for the officer as soon as he felt someone grabbing his gun yeah uh uh turned around realized it was an officer and had a few more choice words (laughs) but uh but he was convicted because they said that well 
you know, I saw him, I saw his gun for a minute or two, so that, so that wasn't brief. And you know, there's no exception for that. Uh, you know, brief is just a fleeting glance. So it, since the shirt got stuck behind his gun, he became a criminal. And you know, so so the open carry, repealing this open carry ban, is necessary because of the draconian enforcement that we keep seeing. Yeah, Kevin, do you want, did you want to share a story? You just heard I, of? I just had a call from a client of mine that said that he had had an interaction with a local deputy sheriff who told him that if you're seen carrying a firearm under your shirt, and I can, and, and, and as you referred to it as printing, it's where you can identify the outline of something under the shirt, but not necessarily that it's a firearm, that he will arrest you for brandishing a firearm. And I, I mentioned to the client that I don't know of a single successful case of that in Florida, but that as soon as they arrest him, to give me a call. Well, you know, and, and brandishing, quote-unquote brandishing, isn't a crime in Florida. Uh, there, is a, there, there is a law that prohibits the unlawful display of a firearm. It's not termed brandishing. Uh, and it works a little bit differently than a lot of the other states' actual brandishing laws. Well, we had an interesting brief that was filed uh, here on Tuesday from the city of Tampa. If you remember, we had one of our fishermen, uh, you can openly carry while fishing, who was, again, police came up from behind him, detained him for over an hour, uh, and wound up when they realized they couldn't arrest him for anything, trespassing him from the park. From the park. We sued them for that. And the city has now filed a brief with, with the federal court saying that, well, he had reasonable suspicion to believe that he was committing a crime because open carry is evidence of aggravated assault. If someone sees <laughs> the gun in the holster and we're fearful, that is aggravated assault. Yeah, okay. we uh, it's it's odd. We were talking about this today at, at at work with a couple of law enforcement officers and about the the the, the future of open carry here in Florida, and uh, their concerns were 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 much the same. It was well, if I see somebody open carrying. I'm immediately going to take the weapon and check the serial numbers and and, and confirm their their if they're authorized to have that firearm. Yeah, which is ridiculous. <laughs> right. there, there is case law going back forever. <laughs> you can't walk into someone's house, turn their TV around to get the serial number off. Right, right. And, uh, you, you can no more take someone's gun out of their holster to pull the serial number and go on a fishing expedition. Yeah. It's a it's a culture, and and we've talked about this here. You know, being being previous law enforcement, the the culture here in Florida, and as it's been taught in the academies for many years, is, you know, guns are bad, guns are bad, nobody should have them but the cops. Um, well, and, and it's just some time that's going to take, you know, and, and law enforcement will come around with time, with education, with, you know, through through you know, organizations like yourself providing <laughs> that, that education. That's, that's not what's going to convince them. Having to write checks, <laughs> Well, that'll, that's that, going to convince sure, them. Sure, that'll convince them at first. Um, well, and, you know, one of the things that we have now that we didn't have in 2011, the last time the no open carry bill was running here in Florida, uh, then we then we were being fought tooth and nail by the Florida Sheriff's Association. Yeah, uh, that's true. This year we have sheriffs coming out to support the bill. And it's not just Wayne Ivey. Uh, uh, we have a few other sheriffs that, that sent their deputies uh, uh, to come and support the bill today. Uh, and, and we'll be putting out a list of those real pro-gun sheriffs. Listen, arms are... 
With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstrup. Near simultaneous explosions targeted a Turkish peace rally in Ankara today, killing at least 86 people and wounding nearly 190 others. There were no immediate claims of responsibility, but officials say there are strong signs the blasts were suicide bombings. Rains back in the forecast today for South Carolina, already devastated by floods from last weekend's downpour. As much as an additional inch of rain could fall in some areas, but forecasters say it shouldn't cause any additional flooding. A partial bridge collapse has injured at least nine construction workers at a 91 freeway undercrossing in the Corona, California area, the cause of the collapse under investigation. And North Korea held a lavish military parade today to mark the 70th anniversary of its ruling party. Leader Kim Jong-un attended. And this is SRN News. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man, I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9 mil, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. This is the original, the Keltech P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation, performance, Keltech. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltech Weapons. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Years. 
You're listening to On True Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Call the Caltech Studios online right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. And welcome back to Arms Room Radio. On the line with us, Mr. Sean Cron, Executive Director of Florida Carry. How are you doing, sir? Uh, wonderful. Thanks for having me back. Uh, listen, I, I always feel bad. I always call you and say, hey, man, can I get you on one segment? Can I have you on one segment? And then we get to talking, and I'm, I, I, it's, I'm doing my best to keep it to two. So, <laughs> good luck. Uh, no problem, man. You know, I, I, uh, it's great to hang out with you guys. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey Sean, Kevin here. I, I got a question for you. The, the, this, this David Kerner, you were there when he made this this suggestion that there were no provisions in the bill to require gun owners to holster their weapons or be trained on how to keep someone from grabbing their firearm. What yeah, does, and, and, and what does he mean, holster that, their weapon? Is is he concerned that open carry is going to mean they can walk around it with it in their hand? He said exactly that. He said people are going to be able to walk around with a gun in their hand. There's your brandishing charge. There's your unlawful display charge. Right. Uh, uh, obviously, we have nearly 1.5 million concealed carry licensees. They are the most law-abiding segment of the community that we have any statistics for. They have proven for, for 30 years that they're responsible people that do responsible things. They're, they're and actually, this idea that suddenly they're going to be running around pointing guns at people and carrying around in, in, in their hands with their fingers on the trigger is just lunacy. But this is what we're used to seeing from David Kerner. He has fought every pro-Second Amendment bill that has ever been before the legislature that I've seen. That's a, that's, that's a stroke of absolute ignorance. Yeah. Well... <laughs> And this is what we talked about and what we plan on talking about later in the show is how to, how to combat the anti-Second Amendment ignorance and, and do it from a, a logic standpoint and, and, and not to call them dummies. You know, let, let's do it right. Sean, before I, we... You know, I, won't, I won't even call it ignorance. It, yeah. it, he's actually a pretty smart guy. He brings oh. up these inflammatory things oh. not from a place of intellectual honesty. It's, he it's... does it to throw bombs. So, gotcha. So it's not he's ignorant. He's lying. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. I, I didn't say that. No, no, no. No, no, no. I said it. In my opinion, if you make a representation like that in a public forum that you know is without any factual basis, it's referred to as a lie. And my grandmother would have spanked me for saying something like that. Officer and an attorney. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Listen, I, I, there's an attorney sitting in the room directly across from me now who's wearing a T-shirt that says, lying is 95% of what I do in my job. <laughs> so... Uh, so it's it's part of the, it's part of his job, evidently, is what he what he's uh, he's doing. He's a Democrat. He, he, he's yeah, anti yeah, Second Amendment. But, but it's an Archer T-shirt. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> this is not my law firm's uh, T-shirt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we're clear. Yeah, he's he's you know he's doing what his uh, constituents selected him to do: be anti uh, Second Amendment and anti Constitution. Uh, Sean, before we went to break, we were talking about the difference between the the, the current bill and the uh, the previous bill in 2011 with the support from the the sheriffs, and that's where I cut you off. Right. Well, you know, uh, this year we, we do have a lot of sheriffs coming out in support of the bill. They've, they've looked at the other states. They've looked at some of the states that have gone to open carry since 
Florida uh, uh, rejected, <clears throat> pardon me, rejected that bill. And what we've seen in places like Oklahoma and and, uh, 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 and Mississippi, where they they liberalized their laws, so you know they made it easier to openly carry without a license there, is that law enforcement has universally come back and said, "We have not had any problems." Right. The bill was pending. We were against it. We thought it was going to be doom and gloom. And here we are a year, two, three years later, and we've had no problems. We were wrong. Yeah, and, the, and our sheriffs are seeing that. The, the doom and gloom has been the education part. And then the other part that we've seen, um, uh, where was it, uh, Arizona, The when we were out there talking to them, that uh, there, there was a lot of the industry that was concerned that they were going to lose uh, training for concealed weapons permits. You know, if they went to a permitless carry, uh, and or, or if they if they went to a uh, uh, an open carry, they wouldn't be able to teach how to concealed carry techniques anymore. And the exact opposite's happened. Once they've told people they could open carry, and more people are now eligible to carry firearms, their training has gone through the roof out there. So, no, exactly. Yeah, because you have more people. You don't have that bar to entry. You're not telling correct. people that you're going to have to spend 120 if you're ex-military up to Two hundred dollars, depending on uh, on what your your training costs, just to get your license to exercise what's supposed to be your fundamental and in in a liberal right. Yeah, yeah, and these people have sought out self education. They they want to be responsible, just Good. just like the other one point five million people in Florida that already have a concealed weapons permit that have sought out at least that initial concealed weapons permit training. So, you know, we looked at something the other day. Uh, there, there's been well over two million people licensed in the thirty year history of the Florida uh, concealed carry license we're talking about the, those people have spent well over a billion dollars to prevent 5,200 people that had some kind of a criminal record from getting a license yeah as a law enforcement program it has to be the most expensive one ever that resulted in zero arrests yeah that's that's true uh, that's 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 expensive and then Kevin and I see it all the time with the people that fill out these these background checks, and even if they lie on them, uh, I'm not you know, obviously I'm not advocating to do this because you're going to get caught at some point. But uh, you know they really just tell you no, you can't have the gun. That's and that's where it ends. Yeah, so you know the the, the day will come where, where uh, we'll be able to push for constitutional carry legislation here in Florida. Uh, we've seen it moving across the country. It's it's going to happen. Uh, and, you know, but between now and then, we take every step forward that we possibly can. Absolutely. Uh, hey, Sean, we, we've got about uh, three minutes left. I uh, wanted to get the update on campus carry. I know we had uh, last month, uh, September, uh, their new ruling come out with the, as far as guns at the football stadiums. Uh, yeah, well, well, what that bill was or, or what that lawsuit was about was we had the Florida State University telling students and visitors that you cannot keep your firearm securely encased or properly stored, depending on what type of firearm it was, uh, but you couldn't keep it in your car anywhere on campus at any time. And which we fought a lawsuit over that and won it back in 2013. The university knew well of that lawsuit, and, and yet they tried to throw out this prohibition. Uh, uh, so we sued them. Uh, they backed down pretty quickly, uh, uh, updated their policies, 
and now we're moving forward with the case. They just filed a uh, a a motion to dismiss our case in the uh, uh, in the court, and you know this is pretty normal right. with these types of cases. Uh, so we're 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 answering a motion to dismiss right now, and we're uh, moving forward just like we had to do with the University of North Florida uh, with with FSU, and going to hold them accountable and make sure that they quit violating the rights of Floridians. They uh, they seem to like it, and they and of course they have the uh, they have the link to the legislature there with their current president at the university as well. Uh, they're, they're trying to claim that we didn't exhaust administrative procedures. However, there are none. Uh, they're trying to claim that preemption is a tort action, which it's not. What? <laughs> yeah, you just woke up some attorneys it, in here. It provides for damage. <laughs> It's you like know, getting I'm hit in the head with a I I hardly know a tort from a tart, but I know that that's not one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, well, that's good news. That's good news that it's moving forward. It's good news that uh, you now that you can lock them in the car at the stadiums. I mean, like you said, it's a it's a step. It's a step forward. We'd love to see it all go away and just have the constitutional carry but you know like you said steps and we're learning from other states and watching what's done there and uh it all seems to be moving in the right direction i i, I it is we're learning from them and you know they're learning from us and uh, and, and we have our, uh, our our policy people and our legal people out there fighting every day to move the ball forward i we when we were out there this weekend or excuse me this past weekend at uh, or two weekends ago now it was at the the grpc it was uh it was very interesting to listen to Massachusetts, uh, New Jersey, uh, New York, and, and California, and some of the some of the things they're having to go through. I'm uh, I, I'm glad we're where we are, and we've got the, uh, the 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 people here making the movements forward, and the legislature here responding. Uh, absolutely. I mean, one of the poor guys from Alpha Gun Rights Conference from New Jersey. I, I mean, I just had to give him a hug. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, I, I feel so bad for those guys. Uh, you know, yeah. And, and, yeah. You know, their their Republican presidential candidate governor isn't helping anything. Yeah, absolutely right. Absolutely right. Um, all right, Sean, thank you again for joining us. Uh, great information. FloridaCarry.org. Get out there. Show your support. Uh, join the organization. Every dime you put forward goes towards the, the, legis- the uh, litigation they need to help pr- promote your Second Amendment rights here in Florida. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltec Studios, and we'll see you after the break. How was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com What was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get what calibers do they have at sendmeammo.com you can get 223 380 9 mil 40 cal and 45 at sendmeammo.com it's guaranteed ammo monthly so i can get range and defense ammo yes you can so sign up now at sendmeammo.com it's guaranteed ammo monthly uh, do these guys follow you around all day yeah it's great in the carpool lane but it's no fun in the bathroom sign up now at sendmeammo.com and use code armsroom for 10 percent off your first monthly order that's sendmeammo.com 
Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. This is the original. The Keltech P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation. Performance. Keltech. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltech Weapons. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Kiltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio. Live coast to coast. With Mike and the guys in the Kiltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Keltech Studios, as we do every week, bottom bottom of the first hour, guys. Bottom of the first hour, almost halfway there. Mm-hmm. Almost halfway. There. I hate you know I hate this part because it it reminds me that we're almost done and I I, I really like doing this. I know. I want to keep doing it. I want to keep doing more of it. You just like hearing yourself talk. I you know I do, <laughs> that's that's the feedback. That's the right, feedback exactly. coming through my through my headset, and I, I get that every once. In it's a while. the mirror in front of him that makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you just watch yourself talk too. You, you just got to admire the 180 pounds of radio steel and sex appeal. You guys just you just keep holding the mirror, and we'll be fine. <laughs> my arms getting tired. <laughs> Your arms getting tired. Hey, on the line with us, we've got Chad from Keltech. You with us, Chad? Hey, Dirty Mike and the boys, what's going on? Oh, that's us, that's us. Uh, hey, Chad is uh, Chad is up in Middletown, Wisconsin right now, taking the Vortex Optics Factory Tour. Uh, I know Earl is uh, is huge with the Vortex. He loves he loves the Vortex. Um, <laughs> um, and you got who you got with us there? Who you got with you? I got my my buddy Peter Palmer from uh, from Top Shot fame and Miss Clean Kids. And uh, what else do you do? He's with me here. Say hi for Recoil Magazine. Hey, what's up, fellas? Writing for Recoil Magazine. How's it going, Pete? Awesome. Chad, tell us what you should describe. Take a give it to it's theater of the mind. We're on the radio here. What what do you see? What's going on at the factory there? Okay. Well, I'll, I'll let uh, I'll let Pete say a few words here. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like I've 
historically have drank Night Force Kool-Aid until a couple of years ago when they started kind of like jacking up their prices a little because, you know, because they're making good quality stuff. And so they, and then there was like a gap in the market then of like middle of the road price optics. And, you know, people would always ask me what to buy and I'd say, oh, go Night Force, but they couldn't afford that cheese. And so right. Vortex came along and we, we tested them out. And um, before even ever going to a factory and stuff, I was impressed by how well thought out their optics were and the quality of them. And of course, the price point, uh, dollar for dollar, you'd be hard pressed to find any optics for any of your rifles that are uh, a better value than a Vortex. And then uh, just today, visiting the factory, it was it was mind blowing. Like before, I was I mean, I, w- I was about it now, but then after the factory tour, I'm like, wow! If you're not buying Vortex, you're wrong, or you or maybe <laughs> there you maybe you're buying a Snake or something. Yeah, we uh, we were extremely impressed with their facility and the atmosphere, the the employees there, the dedication to what they do. Uh, one of the big things that stood out to us about Vortex was the uh, the guys that actually design and build all of their optics are end users themselves like they have everything from uh, competition shooters to uh, you know obviously avid hunters being up here in wisconsin but uh, these guys put so much thought and effort into every design and then of course the quality control is amazing and we're actually pete's writing an article for recoil about it and we're uh, simultaneously doing a video uh, of the tour so we can bring that to all you guys via youtube and you can actually see for yourself um, sort of a how it's made. Um, and by that, I mean the company itself and then their products and then the, the family atmosphere there. It's amazing. You mean a simultaneous video while you're on a radio show? <laughs> yes, we're doing it all. We are triple threat right now. Yeah. That's it. And writing all, an article. All forms of media. Yeah, that, Check our Twitter account. That's it. That's it. And somebody is actually smoke writing over the Rockies right now. That sounds like Howard Stern. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're coming out with this, uh, this new scope. Uh, I don't know if we can tell you what it's called sure come on really talk much about know, it but it, this we went out and shot it today with a um, a creedmoor rifle and uh i got a a zero minute group wow <laughs> at 100 yards. a zero and minute then, i who, like yeah. zero minutes and, who was shooting yeah. it for you chad <laughs> oh. uh, well it was keith since he's uh you know, okay. <laughs> okay there we go no but we actually had a contest at 540 yards um they had these uh these goats you know, steel goat targets down there that had uh, <clears throat> wieners on them, <laughs> and, the, and the wieners, the wieners were uh, much like Mike's. It was like a one by two target. So That's true. Very, uh, very these hard are... to hit at that distance. But we, <laughs> we were dinging the dongs at uh, five forty today. Crazy. Right? Wow. These were little Vienna sausage wieners that we had mm-hmm. on there, and uh, mm-hmm. and 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 listen, listen. Just so you know. You, it's it's a target you use. We used to use them in the army. The guys would come out and they bring all sorts of food out to the chow to the range, and we'd be like, "I'm not I'm not eating that, but I'll shoot it." Yeah, and then you'd yeah. take it and you'd put it down range, and you'd go to the known, nice. you'd go to the known distance range, and you'd be like, uh, uh, "Hamburger, two o'clock," and you would you'd, you'd engage a hamburger, uh, you know, on on the on the back part of a uh, of an old BMP or B uh, or Burnham or something like that. So. Yeah, that was we, an excellent way to recycle food. <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> hey, Pete, uh, Pete's a vet, by the way. He, he, I was kidding. He was actually a Marine sniper. Good guy. Well, thank you for your service, Pete. No, no problem. Tell, tell, was, every, you know what I say, Pete? People tell me that. <laughs> people tell me that, and I say, uh, I, say well, I, I, I like the work. You know, the work The work was fun. I, I volunteered. I, I say, like, man, that, that's done. <laughs> <laughs> 
so the vortex optics, and I, and I know you started to talk, you covered it a little bit earlier. For the longest time, you you had two choices. You had the high end, uh, uh, really, you know, very high end ACOG. You had the the the, the high end EOTEX or Aimpoints, which are all great optics. Uh, they're they're all very good optics, but you're but you're paying for them. Um, if you right. went, if you went low end, you went with something you got at Walmart or something that came from Chinese hands. And, and, right, and, and you it, had to replace it every five minutes, right? Yeah, you know, it was something that you might get away with on a BB gun or a twenty-two, but it had no, right. it had no, uh, you know, shock absorption. It couldn't hold a zero, and um, it would, it would fall apart on you. And and we'd we'd seen it quite frequently. And then Vortex is now filling that void. Absolutely. Like what I've seen from them, and what you see from other companies like Swarovski or something like that, is they'll come out with these high-end scopes, and they'll get and start making a name for themselves. And then to be able to supply, to keep up with their demand, they will, and in turn, offer like a lower price optic that is really just an imported product with their name on it. And then stop force going in. People are like, yeah. So they can pull, so people can pull out their gun safe and show other people they have Swarovski's on there. Right. So Vortex does the opposite, where they actually found the gap, exploited it, and like. You know, they do have some op, and they have optics in all other aspects. So they they found the middle ground, and then they went both ways, where they have optics that are as the same caliber of the Smith Bender Night Forces, if not better, and for a lower price point. You know, and so instead of like starting like their poop doesn't stink, and then <laughs> just slapping their name on crap, they went the other way. Where they actually found the gaps that need to be filled, filled them accurately, and then started to go after the monsters of industry. And they're doing it very well. And if I was, you know, Spin Bender or, or Swarovski or I was if there was any scope company, I'd be scared right now. Yeah, they're, they're, I would I would say that you could uh, attribute lost sales to Vortex doing what they're doing right now for sure. Well, that, that's great. That's great. Hey, what? How? Tell me how how big's the factory? What 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 kind of you know numbers it, they put now? You know what's going on? Yeah, the factory is massive. Um, I can't wait for you guys to see the video. They actually are building, developing and building uh, tools and entire rooms specifically to build their optics in. So they're not only building awesome scopes, but they're actually building the facilities themselves, like literally constructing stuff um, and especially tooling. They, they showed us this ro robot laser engraver that's like something you've never seen and they built this thing from scratch wow yeah they're building infrastructure in within their factory to build you know they don't just have cnc machines lying around pumping out stuff but they actually are making infrastructure to make the product in itself <laughs> so it's not and you know that's some cool. of the stuff are made, are, is made overseas in varying degrees but some of the stuff they're going to do is going to be all here and a lot of stuff is here and their factory is like you know the best way I could describe it was was like a like maybe a, a NASA facility, like a NASA lab. All kinds and of things. And they had rooms. like a couple different buildings that were like that. So just just incredible, like uh, clean rooms. Like there's a room you got to get completely you know cleaned up, and you got to wear what would you call it? Like, They're Crocs. You put Crocs <laughs> on and then <laughs> yeah, you got a whole Tyvek suit. Yeah, yeah. Tyvek suit exactly. And then you got to clean yourself off before you can even go in there. Cool, Chad. Make sure you get the, the all the little back. parts here too. So there's like little parts, little teeny. Say again. Make sure you give the Crocs back. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> the uh, yeah, yeah, you have to have the clean rooms when you're building those sites. If you you get you know one chunk of dust or or or, uh, or you know 
something flying through the air mm -hmm. and it ends up in All your scope. All kinds of little particles, yep. Yeah, boom, yeah, there, goes, exactly. there goes your two hundred dollar your two hundred dollar scopes down the drain there. But the, exactly, and these guys are they're as passionate about building machines and building awesome scopes as they are shooting or anything else. Like, you know, we might be passionate about like supporting the military, we might be passionate about, you know, shooting free gun or building rifles, whatever. These guys take that passion to an extreme and Pete was just about to say something like they use these you know, they use massive CNC machines, which, which are not uncommon in manufacturing, but the parts that they're making are these tiny, delicate, you know, little pieces of aluminum. So they've, they've figured out a way uh, to make these tiny uh, pieces with these giant machines without, you know, destroying, uh, with getting awesome tolerances. And so they put a lot of work into doing that, and that's why you've seen the quality of their scopes go up and up and up, and that's why their Viper series is just destroying the market right now, because they you know, that's just part of it. They just figured out a way to make precise stuff at a low cost. Well, that, that's that's incredible, Chad. Uh, Pete, thank you for joining us. Thank you for giving us the tour. When are we going to see the video? Uh, we'll post up the video probably around SHOT Show. Okay. Okay, oh, we're so, gonna wait that long. We got some time. We got some time. We can go help him edit. You know, Man. put the radio. Yeah, we're gonna film yet. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do all, most of our filming tomorrow. But we're gonna throw some of the scopes on the RDB that's coming out real soon. I know you guys have been waiting for that. Oh yeah. So Caltech RDB is coming, and um, yeah, we'll do some shooting with some of the scopes tomorrow, and, and we'll we'll show you all that footage too. Thanks for joining us, guys. It was great. Grab me a strike you. eagle. September Fidelis. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Please, please remember, exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. See you after the break. Live from the Caltech Studios, it's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast from the Caltech Studios. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, where we continue to promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Gentlemen, how was your break? Doing good. Doing right. all right? Let's go, yes. around, go around the table quickly. Let's make some quick introductions here on my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, his name is Earl. Talk to corporate, approve memos, lead a workshop. Birthday. Earl and his beard are both back with us this week, so thank you, Earl. Thank yep. you for joining us back. He was beard banging. He was. Ooh. 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 Was that dump button? Do we have to dump that? No. Yeah, We're good. No. We're good. We're, We're good. good. We're good. Okay. Headbang. All right. Uh, on my left, uh, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja himself. Please welcome back, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. As Dr. Johnny Fever would say, booger. <laughs> And sitting across from me, for those that are graphing, those that like to chart this out, I'm you know I'm an old school scout. I like to I like to see things on a map. Sitting across from me is the samurai sidekick, Mr. Alec L. Weber, Esquire, sir. Again. Wow. Twice in one day, lightning's gonna strike. <laughs> Let's go play a lottery. <laughs> yeah. Give me a ticket too. Okay, I will. Guys, not to cut you short. I'll just give you a losing one. Because I like talking to you. I'm already short. Well, you are. You are. We've got a great guest on the line. I want to get right to him. I'm going to give him as much time as he wants to talk. So we're just going to we're gonna 
forego the banter that we'd normally play right now, and we'd get, we're going to get into the serious talk. Oh, uh, man, serious stuff? <laughs> on the line with us from the NFA Freedom Alliance, Chairman and Executive Director, Mr. Todd Rathner. Hey, guys, how are you? Great, Todd, great. Hey, Thanks. Todd. Thank you for joining us. Uh, okay, I, I know we're... Uh, Thank you. We've got a, we've got a couple hours between us, so we're we're going to try and make it work. Uh, I know uh, we uh, we're we just met you this past. Uh, I'm sorry, we got to meet you in person out in at the gun right policy convention out in Phoenix, and that was a, a wonderful time. We had a great time talking to you, and we 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 said Kevin and I looked at each other and said we got to get Todd on the show. Yeah, he he makes me nervous because <laughs> he's kind of cutting into my income, but but, but uh, I'm going to try to support him. <laughs> Uh, Todd, tell us about your organization. Well, the, the, the NFA Freedom Alliance is an organization dedicated to NFA gun owners, dealers, and manufacturers. Uh, I believe that NFA enthusiasts are the single most underrepresented uh, segment of gun owners. Uh, there's, there's, you know, there are organizations that that will work tangentially on uh, on rules and regulations having to deal with NFA-related items, but nobody is the, the point of the spear. Um, nobody was the point of the spear until I formed the NFA Freedom Alliance, and that's, that's the whole purpose of it, is to bring focus and attention to laws that deal with, uh, with NFA items. And um, the, what a lot of people don't know is that a lot of states have their own individual laws relating to the possession of NFA weapons, which which um, I'm sure your audience, most of your audience knows, but just to go over it quickly, is essentially uh, the, 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 most, the most recognizable ones would be silencers, short barrel rifles, short barrel shotguns, and uh, machine guns. Uh, and then there's this, this amorphous class of things called any other weapons, and uh, there are some others, but... Uh, that's that's the um, that's the the heart of the the National Firearms Act is items regulated by the National Firearms Act and and um, when I was working with a, another organization uh, a couple years ago I realized that how just how underrepresented this segment of the the firearms owning community was and decided that we needed our our own organization to help maintain the focus on uh, on NSA on NSA ownership. We uh we're here in our our headquarters for the Keltec Studios here in Florida. Florida is one of those states where we can legally own uh, NFA items. Yeah, you know what? Before I even get into that, let's let's just cover NFA items real quick. Uh, sure. We we know what we know what silencers are. Everybody sees them on on the movies and the TV. Uh, and 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 we've gone over with the audience before. They don't sound like that. Right. <laughs> what they do is uh, my designs do. Yeah, Kevin shoots through watermelons though. He's got this weird design. Um, the uh, a silencer basically takes a, a a regular weapon and and suppresses the noise to a level where it, it is no longer uh, permanent ear damage, permanent hearing damage. It's still... yeah, it makes it makes it makes it makes the average firearm what, what we call in in the industry of 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 suppressors uh hearing safe yes yes it makes it makes it hearing safe that's perfect uh usually about 120 decibels or less i'll, I'll go with that you're a lawyer you look like you know what you're talking about i'm also a 
novice sound engineer. Novice sound engineer. One, Great. 140 by OSHA standards. One, there you go. I'm going with Earl. He's got a bigger brain. Um, the, His uh, head's bigger. <laughs> that's what I meant. I didn't mean, mean knowledge-wise. I, I meant girth. Um, the, uh, we also have... Uh, short barrel rifle, short barrel shotguns. And this is where it gets weird. And I remember hearing you talk about this, so I don't want to take the thunder away, but one's 18 inches and one's 16 inches. It's, it's absolutely insane. The, <laughs> the, the National Firearms Act is one of the most poorly crafted uh, pieces of legislation ever, ever uh, produced by the United States Congress. And that's saying quite a bit. Uh, it, it, it really is one of the most poorly crafted laws ever written. Uh, in the history of the, the United States. And, and, and this is what happens when we regulate through emotion and we regulate through having to do something. And, and essentially what the law says is, is that if you have a, a rifle, and I want everyone to picture an AR-15 an AR rifle for the purposes of this conversation. Because, because that's the best that's the best example. Picture an average AR-15. It has a 16-inch barrel. If it has anything less than a 16-inch barrel, it has to be registered pursuant to the NSA, and you have to pay a $200 tax on it. So if it's 15 and a half inches, you've got to pay a tax on it. Now, everyone picture an AR-15 pistol. Uh, they're very popular now. People are buying them like crazy. Uh, they're all over the place. Now, an AR-15 pistol, as long as, it's, as long as it was produced as a pistol, it's considered a handgun and can have a barrel length from, I think it's two inches all the way out to, uh, to whatever length you want. So, so the pistol can be, the average pistol, AR-15 pistol, is seven inches. So you can have the exact same gun, the AR-15 configuration, it, either in 15 inches or 7 inches, one is a rifle, one is a pistol. If you if you if you put a buttstock, a plastic buttstock, on the pistol, you have now created a rifle. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And 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 now your rifle is now subject to the $200 tax stamp, the background check, and all the other nonsense that the ATF puts you through. Tyler, let me cut you off for a second. We're getting into, we're going to roll right into a break. I want to hold you right there. We come back, we're going to finish talking about the ridiculousness between the two, a pistol and a rifle with an AR. We've got Todd Rather from the NFA Freedom Alliance. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. How was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. This is the original. 
The Keltec P3AT. With six game changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, you know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle then you want the tactical excellence of gun tech usa gun tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for ar-15 ar-10 and ak-47 style rifles for nearly three decades gun tech usa has been producing the finest quality pistol grips rail systems scope mounts slings compensators flash hiders hand guards iron sights and more check online at guntechusa.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Listening to Armstrong Radio live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Armstrong Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Armstrong Radio live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. Welcome back to Armstrong Radio. Jumping right back into it, we've got on the line with us from the NFA Freedom Alliance, the Chairman and Executive Director, Todd Rathner. Todd, welcome back. Thank you. Todd, I had to interrupt you because of the break last time. We were talking about the, the, the little idiosyncrasies, excuse me, I just bit my tongue, the little idiosyncrasies between the difference in an AR pistol and an AR rifle, and then what one is an NFA item and one is not. So I'll let you take it from there. Yeah, it's nuts because you can have uh, an AR-15 configured pistol at, with a 7-inch barrel, and that's not regulated by the NSA as long as you don't have a buttstock on it. You put a buttstock on it, and you, it suddenly needs to be regulated by the NSA, and, and that means you have to pay a $200 tax stamp and, and submit a bunch of paperwork and, and wait a few months to get your paperwork back before it can be legal. So then, then, you, have, I mean, then you have this whole other category of guns where – People took AR pistols and they put what's called the SIG brace on there. And, what, and yeah. what the SIG brace is, is it looks like a buttstock, but it's not a buttstock. <laughs> right. And the ATF originally initially ruled that if you put a SIG brace on your AR-15 pistol, it still is a pistol. And and lo and behold, you can't you can't change it from being a pistol to not being a pistol just by putting the SIG brace on it. But then they came out with a revised ruling that. 
that said that if you lift it up and put it on your shoulder in the configuration of a rifle, it now suddenly has become a rifle and has become a short-barreled rifle, which is subject to the regulation of the NFA. You know so what's going to happen next? You have a, a poorly written federal statute. You, you've got an agency that can't make up its mind of what it's supposed to regulate and what it's not supposed to regulate. And, 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 and I don't defend the ATF very often, but I will say in their defense, the, the statute's so poorly written that it's not surprising that people that ought to be just collecting taxes would have trouble trying to figure out how to regulate these guns and how not to. The bottom line is is that the NSA should be completely repealed. It's it's a stupid law. It's poorly written, uh, and it should be it should be ripped out of the ripped out of the code and and thrown on the trash heap of history. It's absolutely ridiculous, uh, and and we ought to get rid of it. And that's that's the primary mission. Of, of the NFA Freedom Alliance, the 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 NFA is is again I I defend the ATF. You know I understand being part of law enforcement. I know that what their job is to do. I also know that NFA is is about taxes and a two hundred dollar tax stamp. We find from them in the industry side that they don't even they don't even uh, rule by the law anymore. They rule by memo. Uh, it's it's an interpretive memo coming from whatever analyst happens to be looking at uh, a submission or or whatever legal counsel they have uh, giving their their opinion on it, and they rule by memo, and it goes from memo to memo, and they'll cite them each one. Please, if you'll refer to memo number two thousand twelve dash nine, that's our position on this now. It's not the law; yeah, it, it's by memo. You know, that's right. And if you try yeah, to find any then, state then, or city law that's enforcement, how you, that's that's how you end up with the. Um, conglomeration of 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 regulation. The way that they regulate is just is just so it's just so insane. And then and then when you when you compound that with with state law, and you look at the, the way state law regulates NFA items, you realize why we need an organization dedicated to unwrap this barbed wire from around the axle. Uh, the, the the state laws are, are really screwy. Believe it or not, in the state of Texas which has more NSA items registered than any other state in the union, up until, up until uh, September 1st of this year, NSA items were technically illegal under Texas law. It, essentially, what Texas law has is what's called a defense of prosecution. So the law says the following items are illegal, and it lists silencers, short barrel rifles, short barrel shotguns, and machine guns. Um, these laws are prohibited weapons. However, there's a, there's a section that says, it, however, it is a defense to prosecution if the item listed in the, in the subsection above is registered pursuant to the National Firearms Act. So if it's registered, then you have a defense to prosecution. Well, what does that mean? What it means is usually you're not going to get arrested. However, there are people that have been arrested, and the people that get arrested go through absolute hell. The people that were arrested... Uh, one guy was a gun dealer from San Antonio who was arrested with a, with a, with a short barrel rifle and a silencer and lost his guns for 11 months and it cost him $14,000 to get his stuff back. So he had to go out and hire an attorney. He spent the night in jail, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So he, took, he, he beat the rap, but he took the ride. Right. And, and that's, that's not okay, especially in a state that claims to be as, as pro-freedom as Texas. Well, the, one of the very first bills that we passed was a bill to repeal that law and 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 supply the affirmative right to own those items in the state of Texas. So now, if you live in Texas, 
you don't have to worry about, uh, quote, defense to prosecution. You're just allowed to own the stuff as long as it's registered pursuant to the NSA. Well, that, that law exists, existed also in Tennessee. We repealed it in Tennessee. And then there are other laws that, that have to do with, uh, with NSA weapons around the country that we're working on repealing uh, nationwide. And, and one of the reasons that I like this strategy of going state by state and repealing bad laws uh, related to NSA is because if you use the CCW permit system, which started in Florida, as you probably, as you well know, right. um, uh, if you use the CCW permit system as a template for how to get things done, you'll you'll realize that some some 42 or 43 states now have a shell issue CCW permit, which started in Florida, as I said. Uh, as it moved across the country, and as legislators worked on CCW bills across the country, they learned about it. They learned that carrying a concealed weapon doesn't mean that people are going to get shot in the street over parking spots, and, and people aren't going to shoot each other over grocery carts bumping into each other. And, and they learned. And so now, nationwide, you've got a body of legislators who will, some, many of them, who will serve in the U.S. Congress someday, like Marco Rubio, for instance, right. who understand the CCW permit system, who, who, who have their own CCW permit. Well, if we get those folks to work on state-level NSA laws and fix them, they will learn about the NSA. And it's already happened. When, when I was working on this in Texas, legislators were saying to me, are you serious that I can own a 7-inch pistol, but I can't own a 7-inch rifle? And you, you really have to go through all these steps just to own a, a, a gun that's that's shorter than 16 inches and what do you mean i can have an 18 inch shotgun but but a 16 inch rifle why aren't they the same i mean it's just it's just none of it makes any sense for them and that's good that's what we want we want them to say this stuff is nuts we ought to repeal this so that when they eventually get elected to congress as we know that the state legislatures are the farm team for the u.s congress um once they get elected to the federal legislature to the, to, to the u.s congress then we can. Then we've already got people that are educated on this and are, are willing to to run bills to repeal the NSA. If we don't do it that way, we're, we're trying to explain something to a body of people that have no experience with it. And once they've got some experience with dealing with this stuff, and they're not terrified by it, and it's not a scary thing to them, uh, I think we'll have an easier time of trying to repeal the NSA. And it's it's a long term game. It's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take a long time. That's it. Todd, we've got about uh, two minutes left. I wanted to briefly talk about the difference between the shall certify and the, and the must certify and then your okay. fight in the states uh, with, with, with when it comes to the, the local law enforcement uh, chiefs, the CLEOs okay. certifying. Um, yeah, but, and before we run out of time, I want to I ask people to go to our website, which is www.nsafa.org, and uh, look us up on Facebook under NFA Freedom Alliance and get on our Facebook page and like us on Facebook. And then we're running a big raffle right now where you can win an FDR and a silencer. And you can reach that raffle either on the main page of the website or on the Facebook page. The shell certified stuff is really important. Uh, the, the, um, the Form 4, the ATF, and the Form 1 uh, says that a chief law enforcement officer has to certify your paperwork that you're not a, uh, a criminal and that you won't use this item as a, you know, in, a, in an unlawful way. They have no reason to know that. And so um, a lot of law enforcement officers, chief law enforcement officers, will not sign off on the paperwork. So one of our major issues 
that we're working on in every single state is to pass what's called shall certify, which is just like shall issue concealed weapons permit. Right, right. If you're not a prohibited possessor, then the law forces them to sign off. And there's about 11 states now. I, I, um, I could be wrong. I don't know what I'm trying to picture the map in my head. It's about 11 states where uh, we've been successful, and the NRA has helped also uh, pass it in some other states. Um, but we, we've successfully passed in a number of states. So essentially, your NSA paperwork will have to be certified by the chief law enforcement officer. If you're not a prohibited possessor, they must certify it. They don't have a choice. And if they don't certify it, they have to give you a full body of reasons why and, a, and an appeals process to appeal it. So that's, that's a major initiative for the NSA Freedom Alliance. And you can read all about this stuff in great detail on our on our website yeah i'm just looking at it now and it looks like you've got uh 12 states on here uh that that they have become shall certify and this is a this is a great thing because most of these sheriffs and chief law enforcement officers have have, from what this originally was designed was a background check before background checks existed now it's become a political stance for them so that's why i think this is this is really a great thing yeah an anti-gun chiefs of police and anti-gun sheriffs um, they will use this as a as as a way to hurt gun owners and say no. We're, we're as a matter of policy, we're not even going to look at these. Well, yeah, yeah, we're using exactly. state legislatures to make sure that they have to look at them, they have to approve them, unless they can show a reason why they they shouldn't approve. Todd, thank you very much for joining us. It's nfafa.org or go to facebook.com National Freedom Freedom Alliance. Is that correct? NFA Freedom Alliance. NFA Freedom NFA Alliance. Freedom Alliance on, on Facebook. You got a chance to win an SBR. You got a chance to win a suppressor. Join up. Join up. Everything that Todd's doing, it, it's it's not free. It, t- it costs money to let to 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 litigate. Costs money to lobby. Join up. Uh, they they got our money, and we, we're going to have Todd back on with us sometime in the future. Thank you again, Thanks, Todd. Guys. Thanks, Todd. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstrip. An Army officer is recommending that Sergeant Bo Bergdahl face a lower-level military court-martial for leaving his post in Afghanistan. That court's similar to U.S. courts that hear misdemeanor cases and limits the maximum punishment to reduction of rank, a bad conduct discharge, and a possible short jail term, though that isn't being sought currently by the prosecution. Family and friends say a 25-year-old man lost most of his left leg in a shark attack off Oahu's North Shore in Hawaii. Colin Cook's hands were injured when he punched the shark before it swam away. He's reported in good spirits. And an Indianapolis woman credits her training in medieval combat with helping her corner a home intruder. She threw punches at the man until he was cornered Thursday night. Then she kept him subdued with a Japanese sword until police arrived. This is SRN News. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, Do these guys follow you around all day?
all day? Yeah, it's great in a carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. This is the original. The Keltec P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Come. You're listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Kiltech Studios. Call the Armstrong Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Armstrong Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Kiltech Studios. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. D. James II died October 10, 2005, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. James, 46, of Saget's Harbor, New York, was assigned to the 3rd Battalion, 314th Field Artillery Regiment, 2nd Brigade, 78th Division, Fort Drum, New York. He died at Walter Reed Army Medical Center in Washington, D.C., of injuries sustained September 26th when an improvised explosive device detonated near his Humvee during combat operations in Baghdad. Lieutenant Colonel James passed up retirement to continue serving in the Army and to deploy to Iraq. James' mother-in-law, Ursula Hicks of Fayetteville, North Carolina, said James and his men were riding in a Humvee when they soared to swerved to avoid a suspicious vehicle, which then exploded. He leaves behind his wife, Sylvia, and their three daughters, Maria, Rachel, and Catherine. James met his wife while stationed at Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Hicks said he declined to retire five years ago. Army Lieutenant Colonel Leon G. James II, you are not forgotten. 
you'd like to get a hold of Max Law Orlando, you could reach us on our website, maxlaworlando.com. But the easiest way to get a hold of us is just to call us. Office number is 407-480-2179. You could reach Kevin on his cell phone, 407-467-4960. And my cell phone is 407-721-1480. If you know you need a lawyer, call us, and we'll tell you if you're right. <laughs> if you think you need a lawyer, call us, and we'll tell you if you're right. And if you're not sure you need a lawyer, you definitely need to call us so we can tell you if you're right. I've got in my cell phone, you know, it's a standard cell phone with a case on it and everything. When you take the case off the phone, your card and Alex's card is in the back. So if I ever get somewhere and the phone's dead or the phone's broke or the phone doesn't work, I know my number. I know how to get a hold of myself. I know how to get, right there. Get, you know, get a hold of my wife if I have to. But your numbers are right there. And I could just point to him and go, ugh, call, call. <laughs> I like, Lawyer. I like yeah. Earl's. He tattooed it on the inside of his left bicep. <laughs> I have to stand on my head, though, to read it. <laughs> yeah. No, you just you hold it up in a mirror. It's a mirror image. Yeah. Or you just use Mike's mirror. He's busy with it. My, my mirror is busy, currently being busy. Hey, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about what happened out in Oregon, 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 Oregon last week. The We, we were not mentioning the gentleman's name. We're not even going to call him gentleman. We're Scum, not mentioning scumbag. the scumbag's that name. The, uh, that official uh, description. That, uh, that, commi- that committed the, the horrible crime out there. By the way, committed the horrible crime in a gun-free zone. You know, <gasps> no. As, Apparently in the name of ISIS. Wait a minute. Somebody brought a gun into a gun-free zone. He walked past the sign. Yeah. The Harry, he, he, what, he couldn't read the sign, could he? The Harry Potter rules apparently didn't apply where it just simply disappeared. He he walked past the sign. By the way, I did post the no burglary sign at the house. So far, it's working. That you know, uh, I actually I, went I, to your house earlier today, and I stole everything. Well, I, there we go. It's not working anymore. I, I went <laughs> to lunch with a fellow attorney. Mm-hmm. And I told him about the the free food zone sign, and, and he drew one up, and we brought, and he put it on the table, and they went, no, no, and I have a sign. Have it a says, sign. It says free food. Yeah. Well, we didn't post it. I, I don't think anybody people post you. signs on yeah. your building all the time. Yeah. I saw them all over the outside. Yeah. It, they wouldn't go for it. So apparently, free food doesn't work. Free no burglary doesn't work, but. No guns is supposed to keep you safe. Gun-free zone keeps you safe. Keeps oh, you safe. Of course. Uh, this was a, a notice posted by the father of the uh, the, the murderous uh, uh, scumbag <laughs> out there in Oregon. Uh, he says, "I'm not trying to say that they're to blame for what happened, but if my son had not been able to get a hold of 13 guns, it wouldn't have happened." What? <laughs> Okay. You gonna get that? You get that? Are we, are we tracking, oh. tracking this? Could have gotten, uh, gotten a U-Haul and some fertilizer. No, couldn't have done that. Couldn't have done that. It's almost like preemptions a tort. Yeah, couldn't exactly. Couldn't, <laughs> what? Couldn't, couldn't have driven his truck into the you know the the, the sidewalk where the where the people were standing. But CJ, CNN <clears throat> uh, just interviewed the father of the murderer of nine people at Umpqua Community College uh, this week, and though he claims he is not blaming guns, he spent most of the interview doing exactly that. Uh, that's what guns are, the killers. It's as simple as that. It's black and white. The guns are the killers, not his son. To repeat, the man who is the parent of the murderer is blaming government for not preventing his child from becoming a murderer. 
hurt. Uh-huh. My <laughs> head that's hurts. That's a whole, it takes a country to raise a child <laughs> mentality, I guess. It's not a village. It takes one parent to spank the kid and tell him no. Yeah. They talk What's about that? gun laws. They talk about gun control. Every time something like this happens, they talk about it and nothing is done, said the father. Look all over the world, and you don't see these kind of mass shootings all over the world on a consistent basis like you do in the United States. Okay, let me <laughs> let me talk to you. Let's talk Sorry. about let's talk about some mass killings around the world. Um, they're killing so great they're called genocides. Uh, um, yeah. The Khmer Rouge, no, no, no. That's not, uh, Hitler, that's not murder. Uh, uh, they, came, they came up with a new word for it: genocide. It's genocide. It's just... Yeah, yeah. See, that's the difference between mm, one guy in a crowd had a gun as opposed to nobody in the country had a gun. Right. All right. Well, if they if you shoot them, I guess it doesn't count unless they're here. Right. They use gas or, you know, tanks, a guillotine. That doesn't count. He said, I'm a great believer you don't buy guns. Don't buy guns. Don't buy guns. Uh, another idea might be... Don't raise a mass murdering monster. <laughs> is the, hey, is the, there you is the go. Response we got there. You uh, know, I've listened to that guy talk. He's from somewhere else. Yeah. Now, uh, Kevin and I talked about we were out in Arizona, the Gun Rights Policy Convention. We were. And we, we actually got to meet the gentleman from the Virginia Citizens Defense League. Now, the Virginia Citizens Defense League posted a story. Uh, on their or a comment on their Facebook page. Yes, a response, if you will. A response. A retort. A retort. Report. Not a tort, but a retort. Right. Not a yeah. not a dessert. Not a dessert. Not a redessert. Mr. Mercer. Oh, there I let the guy's name out. Uh, the la- that's the father's last name. Your son was a murderer. I don't care what tool your son used to commit the massacre. He planned the attack and carried it out coldly and cruelly. The gun didn't do that. And the gun didn't pull its own trigger, except that he murdered a lot of innocent people. What do I want a gun for? In case I run into someone like your son. That's a pretty good retort. All right. Short, sweet, powerful. That's that's it. That's what it is. Sounds like me. This is this is the this is the reason for having the firearm. Don't let yourself get sucked into one of these gun-free zones. Oh, it's all happy. It's a gun-free zone. You hear us making fun of burglary-free zones or free food zones, and they're absolutely ridiculous because we know that evil and crazy doesn't read signs. We know they're just going to do what they want. They're going to pick the weakest victim, and they're going to commit the crime. Don't let yourself be caught in a gun-free zone. You, you know, well, I want to go, you know, see that uh, that rock concert, and inside there they got uh, metal detectors, and it's a gun-free zone. Okay, I'd I'd make them sign a waiver. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's like hunting goat at a petting zoo. Yeah, it's just yeah. you don't have a chance. It's like it's shooting wrong. metal targets with hot dogs on them uh, at a range in Wisconsin. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right? It's that simple. Uh, you, you know, w- with the Creedmoor rifle with the Vortex scope. Uh, you know, Viper series. Viper series. Yeah. Don't don't go to a gun free zone. Don't go to a gun free zone. And and, and and this is this is my my platform. Uh, no more compromise. And we'll talk about this next segment. No more compromise. You've given enough given enough up with the Second Amendment already. You've you've, you've allowed them to to erode our Second Amendment and and 
the liberals with their with their knee jerk reactions. Don't give up any more, and no more compromise. Don't. Well, we're going to give a little. No, don't give a little. Don't give any more. You know what a little got you? A little got you. 13 mass killings in the past six years while Obama's been in office in these stupid gun-free zones. They're killing zones. Your compromise has killed killing zones. There's provided killing zones. Let's let's get away from them. Let's get let's get done with them. Let's outlaw them. Outlaw gun-free zones. I'm sorry, I don't know. You want to save lives? <laughs> outlaw gun-free zones. I can't think of an easier way yeah. to stop these mass killings from happening in the in the the killing fields. Yep, ban gun-free zones. Ban. I'm I'm, I'm listen. I'm gonna we're we're getting bumper stickers. We're making them up. Ban gun-free zones. <laughs> ban gun-free zones. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. See you after the break. How was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com What was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. This is the original. The Keltec P3AT. With six game changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing 
your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Oh, last segment. You know, it just sneaks up on us. It's just <laughs> sitting here, and we're going, we're just, we, we still got to talk about this, and we still got to talk about that. Time flies when it, you're having fun. It just it I, sneaks I'm, up. I'm a ninja. Nothing sneaks up on me. Nothing, nothing. <laughs> I think you underestimate the sneakiness mm-hmm. is, is what we got going on. You're a crunchy ninja. <laughs> He's a crunchy ninja. Yeah, I am. Ninja. That's true. That's all true. right. It's been over. The, it's been in the news all week. You got uh, what's 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 her nut job, uh, Hillary Clinton, out there talking about gun control. I saw uh, a uh, a quote from her earlier this week that said, "If thirty three thousand people were killed for any other reason, we'd have done something about it." Uh, and I immediately thought, hmm, "Okay, more people than that are killed each year in uh, automobile crashes and mm-hmm. uh, alcohol related incidents. Why aren't we Why aren't we banning automobiles? Yeah. Why aren't we why, ban, ban the cars?" Yeah, exactly. You, you know why? Because we don't we don't blame the car. I'd say that's probably a, a number of what a week, yeah. a month. No, it's, it's th- this year on about a, th- in America's highways. Yeah, about about, about a year. And then, you know, the numbers the numbers are always uh, always comparable there. But cars are always it. You know, and when somebody kills somebody else, some some murdering sob kills somebody else with a gun, it's always the gun's fault. Mm-hmm. When when. Uh, uh, Joe Sixpack gets behind the wheel of the car drunk and runs over three kids or you know, just kills himself. Uh, it's never the car's fault. Mm-hmm. I've never seen the them blame fault. the highway. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was the road's fault that you were driving the wrong way drunk. Or it's, something that we can you know help Kevin out that's probably comparable in highway deaths, medical malpractice. Medical malpractice. You know, it, it was the instrument. <laughs> the scalpel did the it. The scalpel did it. It's that IV died him. <laughs> it's absolutely crazy. Here's here's what I, here's one of the tips I want to give you, and we're going to go around the room here. Everybody's going to give you a little bit. Uh, you heard me go off on this, all right? You're, you're, you don't want to go to a gun-free zone. I'm not going to a gun-free zone. I have an idea. Yes. We should create free gun zones. Free gun zones. So that if you go there and you don't have one, you get one issued to you. What I, kind? Is it, is, you, you take your pick. You get to... <laughs> Cool. It, it reminds me of the brass rail in Algiers, Louisiana. <laughs> and the story is? I went in there a long, long time ago, and there was a rack of, like a pegboard rack behind the bouncers, you know, where they come in to pay your cover. Uh-huh. And it had knives hanging on it. And I looked at it and went, do I need to check in my knife? And they went, no, that's in case you didn't bring one. <laughs> It's a not. It's a lot nicer. Did you place. stay and have a drink? Oh, wait, several. When people stub to you and they start talking and they start coming and uh, your gun control. Hillary Clinton says gun control. Bernie Sanders says gun control. You get all these these crazies out there that want that want gun control. They want to they want to be 
anti-American. Mm-hmm. They want to take your constitutional rights away from you. Mm-hmm. And that's what this comes down to. Take your constitutional rights away from you. We know we have restrictions. We have restrictions on the First Amendment. You, you can't yell fire in a crowded movie house. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with a couple of restrictions. I've thought of a couple of restrictions for the Second Amendment. Um, don't take a gun into a prison. Duh. I, What's wrong with I think that's about it. I think that's the only one I could come up with. I think that's really it. There's nowhere else you can tell me that if I've had the proper background checks that I've gone through a thousand times now, yeah. uh, if I've had the proper training, which is not required in most states, but I have training, I have advanced training like everybody else in this room and most of you listening to us, why should you be able to tell me I can't have my gun in the eating portion of an Applebee's or in a movie theater while I'm watching uh, you know, Batman? Exactly. Killing zones. Killing zones. When they tell you, well, the Second Amendment or the gun control, when we need gun control, this is what you need to tell them. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Just remember this part here. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. The, m- the militia is everybody. It's already in U.S. code. You can, you can go back and look it up and check the reference. The militia does not refer to the military. It does not refer to the National Guard. It refers to every able-bodied man and woman in the country. They, it gives you ages. And that's called the irregular militia. Right. The militia... Uh, and the irregular militia. And it, it clearly spells out citizens of this country are part of the militia. You don't have to be, you know, have gone through Fort Knox, Kentucky, or, or Great, List, Great Lakes Training Center and Naval Training Center to, to be a soldier or a sailor to be part of the militia. It says the militia is every able-bodied man and woman in this country. Do you, do you think at Lexington and Concord, when the shot was heard around the world, April 19th, 1775, that they said, well, nope, give, sorry, give, give, Minutemen, give those rifles back. You have not been to basic training. You have not worn the uniform. No, none of you have graduated, <laughs> from, from, Paris graduated Island. from Paris Island. No. Nope. We're going to need those back. Paris Island wasn't said, around. Hey, okay. you, come here, take this, go. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, and the, those the were the Minutemen. Leathernecks hadn't gone to Paris Island. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, you can shoot. You're old enough to hold this? Go. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Do not let them infringe upon you anymore. Mm-hmm. No more compromise. Tell them, no. My gun, every, every, every founding father was clear on this. That firearm was not for sporting purpose. That firearm was, was not for hunting. That firearm was to protect you from tyranny and to give you the right of self-defense. Your inalienable, your God-given right of self-defense. That's what those firearms are for, and that's what you need to tell everybody. Hey, you want my guns? You want my guns? The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. What part of the United States Constitution do you not understand? All the parts that don't agree with me. That's that's they're going to be their answer. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't Im- I have the freedom of speech to tell you that you shouldn't have a gun, and my freedom of speech trumps your your Second Amendment right. Guess what? If it weren't for my Second Amendment right, you wouldn't have your freedom of speech. Exactly. You lose the Second Amendment right, and guess what you're going to lose? All the all others. All the others. They're going to come down like dominoes. It's the second that the house is built on. It, 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 it is the base of the pillar upon all the which the others stand. What would, 
Or what would you when you got people hitting you up and asking you, well, they, what about gun control? Besides, ma'am, I think you should buy both of these guns. Um, <laughs> what, the more the merrier. Hey, that's what you keep me around for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this this one takes a little thought on their end, so it's gonna it's gonna be a little little involved. But I uh, I quote Colonel Jeff Cooper: If violent crime is to be curbed, it is only the intended victim who can do it. The felon does not fear the police, and he fears neither judge nor jury. Therefore, what he what he must be taught to fear his victim. The first responder at an event like that is you. Is you. We uh, we talked a little bit about it earlier today with Sean Carana from Florida Carry. Uh, Wayne Ivy was at uh, the committee for Open Carry in Tallahassee, and he said up there, um, even the best staffed police agencies in the country, their response time is still minutes. Exactly. I actually said that in court in Volusia County the other day, and I started when seconds count and the deputy in the room said the police are only minutes away. Mm-hmm. They know. They know they can't be everywhere, and they know they can't get there everywhere as fast as they need to be. It's uh, it's 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 logic. It's just it's 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 logical. You know mm-hmm. you know uh, the the bad guys don't care. Uh, we're not worried about obeying the laws. We're going to commit what when we want to commit. Um, we're going to get away with as much as we can. I'm, we're going to go. That's a criminal mentality. We're going to go to. Uh, I'm going to go. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go rob somebody and murder somebody where it's hard. I'm going to do it where it's hard to do. I want to do where it's a, it's very challenging for me. No, of course not. What easy target? They go to the easy <laughs> target. The reason they're criminals, they want something easy. They go to the killing zones. They yeah. go to gun-free zones. Mm-hmm. You know what? People get robbed at ATMs because that's where the money is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And by the way, an ATM, a perfect place to open carry. You don't have to worry about somebody come up to you and gambling. Well, I wonder if he's armed. I wonder if he's not. Um, from across the parking lot, <laughs> hmm, that's a 1911. I'm not going to rob this guy. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to wait until somebody less defensive yeah. shows up. I'm, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait for the week to come along. I'm going to wait for the. I'm going to wait for sheep to yeah, show up. That's what wolves do. Yep. They wait for the sheep. Yep. Wait for the sheep to show up. Open carry. We'll put. We'll put sheep dogs uh, on the street. Open carry will. Will will get us as even a safer society. Even even here in Florida, where we have 1.5 million concealed weapons permit, and, and 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 we've seen it happen in other states all around the country, and now it's fallen into place. We heard everybody. We heard Sean Carana talk to us about it today from Florida Carry. And if you're not a member of Florida Carry, join Florida Carry. Go to floridacarry.org. Guess what? You don't have to live in Florida to be a member of Florida Carry. Kevin, what do we what do we have to six, seven, eight organizations now from other states where we've joined we are. to to help them uh, to help them get the donations they need to, to litigate. Life member of the Arizona Defense League. Uh, we talked to Todd Rather today from National Firearms Alliance, the NFA FA org. It's excuse me. It's the NFA Freedom Alliance, mm-hmm. and NFA stands for National Firearms Act. If you're taking notes, NFAFA.org. That's another one. They need your money. They need they need your donations. They need you to help fight these gun control Nazis. They need you to help fight Bloomberg and his people. So please consider joining FloridaCarry.org. Get on with NFAFA.org, and uh, and who else? Oh, thank you to Todd. Uh, for joining us. Thank you for Sean for joining us. Thank you to Chad and Pete from Recoil Magazine and Chad from Keltech for joining us today. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And as always, please, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. And y'all better have a good week. We'll see you next week. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed.